Hello, everyone. It's Anthony Bandio here, attorney, senior legal instructor for Blue to Gold Law Enforcement Training, bringing you the roadside chat. All right. This question comes from an officer in Utah. Love teaching in Utah. So the officer is basically saying, um, what are the requirements to ping a cell phone for a suicidal suspect, right? Or I should say subject. So here are some of the context. Um, can officers request a cell phone ping based off of a third party's suicidal re report, right? That's somebody suicidal. Sometimes these reports are hours, if not days old. Is there a reasonable time frame to get the ping? Does the urgency fade as time passes? I'm seeing this used more and more. And basically our, our law enforcement officers overstepping and or infringing on an individual's rights of privacy. So excellent question. And we don't have a lot of clear answers. So number one, I do not give any answer or any of my opinion uh, that's based off of state law. The reason why is that I'm a constitutionally, I'm a constitutional expert, not a statutory expert. So my viewers out there that are in Illinois, New York, you know, and so forth, uh, you're going to have statutes on this issue that you have to research. Everybody's have to research it, but I bring up those states because those states are notoriously a little bit more restrictive. Okay, so back to the question. Constitutionally, well, the, the most appropriate case that we have on this issue is Carpenter, right? From the US Supreme Court, I think 2018. Don't quote me on that part, but it's, it's, a, it's a recent case. And Carpenter involved getting cell site location information on a suspect uh, believed to be involved in cell phone robbery stores, actually. So they had about 127 days um, of data that they got. And based off of that data, they put Carpenter at all the right places at the right time for these cell phone robberies. And the Supreme Court found that that was a search under the Fourth Amendment and therefore required some exception to the Fourth Amendment or a warrant. Exigency may get you there, but not for 127 days, right? Exigency for like here and now type pinging, um, but usually a search warrant. Now, one thing that they did say in the, the case, in a footnote, I think a footnote two or three in the Carpenter case, was that they gave a bright line rule that certainly seven days or more of location history requires a search warrant. But Carpenter didn't really address the here and now agency arguments for suicidal people, armed and dangerous people, kidnapping suspects, and so forth. That's not what Carpenter was all about. Carpenter really focused on historical data. Still, though, it did involve location information. So I'm just letting you know, as far as the Supreme Court goes, that's our most relevant case where we kind of look for guidance. Now, going back to the question. So constitutionally, um, if somebody is about to commit suicide or hurt somebody else, but commit suicide, there is, there is exigency there to try to save the person's life. So constitutionally, it's permissible to get a ping of where the person is. The cop does bring up, though, you know, at what point does this exigency become stale? I don't know. It's going to be a fact. It's going to be a case by case determination. But I'm glad you're bringing it up because this is going to be an issue potentially for the courts. Right. And you're going to have to make that decision. Some in some cases, 
the fact that it's a, a few days old may still be exigency. In fact, maybe the court would be like, hey, the guy or girl has been missing for three days. Nobody knows where they're, they're at. They, they, they talked, they contemplated suicide. They got the ping. And, you know, we go from there. And the courts may say the person could still be alive. Maybe they shot themselves. Maybe they try to injure themselves and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're slowly dying in some ditch somewhere. The cops would like to you know, need to know where that person is, right? Especially before the cell phone dies or maybe that's the last location and so forth. But it is an issue. And it's an issue for you to decide. I can't decide that for you because I need more facts. But yes, it is an issue. So at the end of the day, are Leo's overstepping, infringing on the person's rights? I believe the answer is no constitutionally if the cops can articulate that there's some form of exigency here and now to go track that person down and try to get them medical assistance, mental assistance, and so forth. If there is no exigency, then totally different question. And we don't have a clear answer, at least from the U.S. Supreme Court. I hope it helps. That's my two cents on it. And that's what it's worth. It's worth two cents. So if you want to keep these going, hit like or comment, subscribe, tell your friends about me. Let's get tens and thousands of cops watching these. And until next time, my friends, keep doing the great job you do out there. When it comes to law enforcement training, we are the gold standard. Visit bluetogold.com or call 888-579-7796 to learn more about our training, books, and free webinars. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this channel.